This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com. Our mission here at the Talking Taiao podcast is to inspire and support people, businesses and communities to value the environment and act to prioritise sustainability. We would like to highlight our region's efforts in acting as guardians of the land, Taranaki Tiaki Taiao, while weaving Te Reo Māori and Matauranga within our conversations to help our wider community learn through a positive, educational and uplifting lens. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Taiao. Um, as you know, if you've listened to other episodes of ours, uh, you know that Access Radio Taranaki is, is one of our biggest supporters, if not our main supporter. And um, so they give us the studio space, they promote our show, and they're just a really beautiful whanau that I've personally been involved with for the last uh, four to five years. Um, shout out to ex, uh, to Alessandra for um, introducing me to the whānau. Alessandra ha- has now um, moved on, but is still part, very much part of the whānau. Um, and so today I will be talking with the new manager, well, relatively new, um, Anne, um, who drives this beautiful machine of community. Now, the reason why I've chosen to interview Anne and talk about what Access Radio is and what it means is because community voices do contribute to the growth, success and sustainability of communities, of the diversity of communities, of the sharing of knowledge. So I'll be talking to Anne about all these concepts and what that means to her and what she might have learnt on this journey with Access Radio. So thank you so much for uh, very last minute, letting me talk to you, Anne. Kia ora, Elvisa. Thank you for inviting me. Of course, um, it's an honour to be part of this co-papa of um, sharing people's different perspectives, voices, life experiences, um, and sharing that all that knowledge within that. So, what is um, your role in Access uh, Radio Taranaki, and what does you know what what is Access Radio? Okay, so my role as station manager is, um, well, I guess the buck stops with me when it comes to the board, <laughs> um, but we are such a small team that we all do everything. Um, so it's, Access Radio is, like you said, it's an honour to be involved in it, and I so feel it every day, every day when I come to work and meet some of the amazing people. Um, and I guess we operate on the stories of our community and it's through the storytelling that that sense of connection comes. Um, one of the, the beautiful things, especially during things like lockdown, where um, you have, for example, the Migrant Women's Meet Group, um, which is made up of some of the you know, beautiful, diverse women in our community who get together every Tuesday to find their sense of community in their new home um, and they of course they can't meet so 
we've been able to bring them together again um, through the beauty of technology and on radio um, to keep those voices active and to keep those people feeling connected. Um, one of the one of the the common responses, I guess, from people from other communities, um, New New Zealanders, if you like, um, is if they hear their own language, it helps them. It really helps them. Like, um, so we have Samoan shows and we have uh, shows with Spanish and Portuguese, uh, French. Um, there's, there's quite a range of different ethnicities that are represented on Access Radio Taranaki. Um, and all of those voices, other voices, are helping that community stay connected. Um, not only with their own language, which is so important, um, as we've seen with the, the, the reinvigoration of learning today in Māori, you know, that, that keeping connected, the, the importance of hearing your own language spoken, um, keeps you grounded, keeps you helps you remember who you are, I think, um, and connection with not just their new home, but the people in their new home, but the people that they have left behind, their whanau. So, um, yeah, it's community, it's storytelling, it's feeling like you belong, and once you feel that you belong somewhere, you can contribute. Yeah, it's all about that tūranga waiwai, no matter mm. what background you're from, eh? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I've mentioned in um, previous episodes about a book written by Massey University professors, um, which I found out because my husband's studying through Massey and I like to learn th vicariously through him. He had this textbook called Tūranga Waiwai, um, um, Identity and Belonging in Aotearoa, New Zealand. And it was such a um, good uh, book that highlights all the different ways that people connect with their communities and how that relates back to our own um, sense of purpose and also uh, well-being, a mental and physical well-being, because the our mental state re is reflected through our physical state and, and, and health and vice versa. You know, it all kind of works together as its own ecosystem and that branches out into our communities and how we uh, belong to our communities, where we stand in them. And I think... Um, if you're exposed to new ideas constantly, even if you've got your own community, but you also have connection um, through avenues like Access Radio, you have the um, opportunity to connect with other communities and learn to understand where they're coming from, what their lived experiences are, their languages, um, and explore the beauty of that. Of, of You don't have to be part of that community, but you can learn to um, appreciate and love other um, communities and the way that they do things as well just from learning and listening to their stories as you say. Absolutely and that's the way to break down the the, the biases and the prejudices is, is by getting to know people it's I mean all, all I think um, now that there is a lot of prejudice still in our community it's becoming exposed I think and it's becoming um, by being exposed it can be um, addressed I guess um, but most Prejudice is born out of not knowing. It's assumptions based on things that you've heard, but everybody that you speak to, they say, no, I got to know, I had this beautiful friend from somewhere. Um, what a lovely person. We're all people. We're all just people with the same feelings, with the same 
emotions with the same fears. Um, yeah, there's, there's nothing different except maybe the language. Maybe different pigmentation, but that's just surface. <laughs> Melanin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and even like, um, you know, when we had our Access Radio community barbecue at the end of last year, yes. it was so nice having, it wasn't just, you know, you looked around and everybody else was in their own whānau groups, like in their, with like families or, or whatever, everyone was kind of similar, whereas you looked over at our group and we were all mixed, from mixed backgrounds and yes. lived experiences and even physical traits and things like that and different across, ages. Across the ages, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's the other thing I love about working at Access is the, you know, the dealing with the kids that come in. Um, just things like, especially the youth shows, you know, you get people that come in, kids who come in who, who are really shy, who... Um, they may have something you know, like be on the spectrum and the ADHD spectrum or something like that and they don't fit in quite anywhere else. By being on radio, they grow in confidence and uh, they're accepted because they don't have... People can't see them and so they actually are free to be themselves and not who people think that they should be. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Um, and, and that gives them confidence and... We've got so many stories of broadcasters who have started out as, as shy youth who have just blossomed and gained the skills and the confidence to tackle um, or to, to apply for a job. In one case, it was this guy's dream job that he said he would never have had the courage to to go for it if it hadn't been for his time at Access Radio. So it's it's a whole lot as well about empowering people. Empowering, yeah. yeah, for sure. Empowering them by giving them a voice. Well, they're empo- they're empowering themselves mm. by having their voice heard. And one of the one of the things that I've heard really frequently over the last couple of years, especially during COVID lockdowns, um, and and climate um, climate consciousness raising, is um, um, we haven't had a voice, or we don't have a voice, or um, I'm not being heard. Access Radio is the perfect place because we are here. Perfect place for people. Perfect place for people to (laughs) share their voice and to be heard. Um, And the beauty, of course, is that everything is put up as a podcast, so it's heard not just in your local community to people who happen to have the radio on at that particular time. Mm. It can be heard anytime, anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, the... They're giving voice to people who don't feel like they're being heard, including animals and, and wildlife and plants. And yes. that's what Talking Taiao is all about is, you know, it's not just people talking. It's like giving the, the talking part is for the, the wildlife as well, the, the biodiversity. So talking for biodiversity and then Taiao is, is the nature and the bilingual element of Talking Taiao. So there's a little bit of, you know, symbolism in the words as well talking tile and how we came to that name um and like an example is where uh, we had you know a shark scientist we've had a penguin scientist and dr thomas mattern is super passionate about penguins uh and so he's you know educated people about why we should be protecting penguins even though we don't see them all the time there are things that we can do to learn more about them and and understand why they need to be studied and protected so some people think that um you know science is all about prodding 
I've known some people who have said, oh, you're prodding, you know, you're watching them while they're sleeping and stuff. And it's like, well, and if we're not, sleep. somebody else is hassling them, you know, and people are t- people can um, do things that they don't realize are actually harming them. Um, and science is a little bit, there is a little bit of prodding around, but we try to educate people through the podcast that um, it's very uh, contained, it's very uh, regulated. Um, we have to go through processes to make sure that it's as ethical as possible, whereas people who don't go through or understand those processes um, can, you know, really impact the populations and behaviours of our penguins. So it's just an example of how, um, like you say, uh, telling those stories and and sharing that knowledge about how we can be better as a community um, and treat others, no matter whether where they from or what they are in terms of living things, um, how we can treat the earth and people better. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was interesting, um, and I don't know how relevant this is to the conversation, but I was having dinner last night with um, a lovely lady, um, Māori lady, who had done quite extensive travelling in, um, in her early years, and she said she was in Istanbul, of all places. Um, and she was walking along the road and suddenly heard somebody karanga, uh, karanga her, no, calling her wow. in Māori. And she turned around and there's this man there who said, mate, I recognise you, you're from New Zealand. Um, and she was talking to him and he, he had been living over here and had been working up north and um, the people up there had taken him into their community and taught him their language and their practices. And uh, she said, well, that was quite inappropriate. And he said, yes, it was the only way I could get your attention. <laughs> I recognised you, and 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 that being recognised, um, seen, being seen, being seen, being yeah. heard, yeah, is yeah. is quite beautiful, and it can happen anywhere in the world because we are all the same, yeah. and we just want to be known for who we are. Mm. I think, yeah, and if we can help, if we can help people find out who they are and be in touch with who they are. What a wonderful service we can offer. Definitely, yeah. yeah. And it, it's like um, I would say that Access Radio, not just Taranaki, but because Access Radio is a, not, I don't want to say franchise, that's the wrong word, but um, it's like a, how would you describe Access Radio nationally? Uh, we, we are an alliance. Alliance. Alliance, yes, mm-hmm. Community Access Media Alliance. Cool. So there's 12 stations um, in 12 different regions all charged with the same thing, and that is to give that broadcast voice to people who aren't normally heard on mainstream media, um, which is, if you want to get technical, Section 36C of the Broadcasting Act. We are there to um, provide the opportunity and the ability for those voices to be heard. And it's protected under... It's not actually legislated, but it's protected under... Um, oh, gosh forgotten the words, I might have to cut that bit out. All good. <laughs> it's protected. Yeah. Um, and it's really important, if you think of countries, say, like in the Philippines or um, other countries that are politically less stable than we are in New Zealand, um, community radio, that the importance of having that local voice and being able to have your voice heard and having that protected in mm-hmm. 
the laws of the land um, mean that people can still be heard because in those regimes, um, often they're suppressed. So while we have it, it may not be recognised um, in New Zealand how important it is to maintain that ability for freedom of speech and for having a voice because we are politically quite stable. Mm. Um, in other countries, it is essential. Um, so it's a very, very important part of the media that we are holding, I yeah. think. Yeah, that yeah. just, um, you highlighting that sort of just, um, no, it's not really an epiphany because I already knew it, but it kind of like reminded me of um, how lucky we are here <laughs> to have these platforms and that we shouldn't take them to grant for granted. And I, I guess that's why, because my mum's from the Philippines and I know, I know a little bit of what goes on there. Try not to get too involved in it um, because it's quite heartbreaking, some of it. But, um, you know, a lot of those people who move here, they're just happy to be here. But once they realise that they are accepted and they have a voice here, it makes them feel a stronger connection with the land that they're living on and the people that occupy it, um, their communities. So... Yeah, the, it's a form of democracy, but it's also a safe space. So I really appreciate that one of the biggest rules with Access Radio is that there is no tolerance for hate speech Absolutely. to others. Um, and so that's one of the biggest things that makes Access Radio a safe space and, and create space for um, acceptance and uh, appreciation for diversity is that it does not allow any space for hate and negative lenses on other cultures or yeah. uh, backgrounds. And there's all been you know, been all of those experiments about plants growing where you know those ones where you have plants that you abuse, yeah. you know, the plants that you say nice things to yeah. and play nice music to, yeah. and it's always the nice ones that grow the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That grow the best and bushiest and yeah. fastest. Fostering positive energy and and attitudes and things like that, yeah. yeah. And it, like I, I'm not, I don't personally go too too far into like energies and stuff like that. But I definitely appreciate um, those concepts and and do vibe of <laughs> positive people who are open minded and and um, look after themselves and other people because you can't look after others unless you look after yourself and. As we've been talking about, how you you build confidence in young people and people, even older people who might not have had the this opportunity previously in their lives, it's like their whole world changes because they see themselves differently because they realise that they matter, that their voices do matter. Yeah. Um, so thank you so much for all your mahi in in this space. Um, is there? Do you have any like? I guess. Re not revolutionary, but like, you know, key stories that really stuck with you, that have really stuck with you during your time with Access Radio. Um, About people who have come through the door and yeah, things that have... Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's, there's been several. There's uh, especially uh, the youth that was, I don't know if any of you remember, a show called Saturn's Orbit, which was um, a young lass from coastal school who... Um, had visual impairment that we weren't made aware of right at the beginning and she just came to us for work experience um, and ended up on the radio. She was incredibly shy when she first came in. She just looked at her feet and her mother did the talking. And um, Michelle, actually, my colleague Michelle, 
um, suggested that she have a go on the radio and she had this incredible repertoire of voices and I don't know if do you know a comedian called Nina Conti who who gets people out of the audience and puts masks oh, yes, on them and I does do, all yeah. the voices? And she squeezes the thing and yes, the, uh, the yes. mouths open. Yeah. Satin Satin show was like that. She could do all of these voices. Wow. She could. Sometimes you'd think there were about five or six people in the studio with her, but it was just Satin having a conversation with all of these people. Yeah. And her confidence from there grew to the point that um, for her final year at school, she went for a work experience interview with a whole lot of other people. And uh, the woman who was taking the interview said, now just before we go, we'll just go around the, around the group one more time and tell me something about yourself that will help me remember you. And Saturn, this beautiful young lady who just stood there looking at her feet when she first came through the door, said, my name's Saturn and you'll remember me because I'm the one who stood up on my chair and sang Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> and she sang it. <laughs> Well, if that's not confidence, well, I don't know what is. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, that's amazing. Do you know what um, that um, girl's doing now? What she's doing now. She's um, been studying at Learning Connection, which, oh, cool. as I said, she's visual impairment, but right. she's been studying art and creativity at the Learning Connection in Wellington. Um, and I'm not sure what she's doing now. Her sister actually went on to be a showmaker um, and filled in her space, but yeah. Um, there's, there's been so many. There's, there's Brendan. Um, most listeners will be familiar with Brendan, who Brendan. has two shows. He does Car Crazy and he does um, Me and My Mates. And Brendan is um, not quite fully blind, but he does have a stick. And he, um, if he's reading anything, the print has to be probably two and a half centimetres or bigger, you know, for him to be able to read it properly, mm. um, as well as other physical disabilities. And he, um, when he first came to Access Radio several years ago, before my time, uh, had silent seizures. He was so stressed and nervous about being on the radio. He's now been invited onto the board of the Blind Society. He's he's uh, he's just amazing. He's just grown so much as a person, and he says, "I never thought I'd be doing this. I didn't think I could do anything, but." Look at me now, I've got two shows. Never thought I'd be on the radio. So, um, it's yeah, it's beautiful to see. Yeah, Brendan's a very inspiring young guy. He's um, He showed me his car collection at, uh, up at Access when we were on Windy Point. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, a really... Yeah, you can see the confidence in him now. And I saw him stand up at one of our... Um, one of the protest walks for um, the school. I can't remember the name of it. Is it the climate consciousness one? No, the... no, no. It was a um, th th when the government uh, didn't give money. Oh, when the government gave money to Green School and didn't ah, support, yes. like, wasn't funding like the business. Uh, the sorry, the organisations that really needed money. Anyway, they did a big walk in, and it was mostly around disability services and things like that. And he stood up and he promoted his show, um, me and my mates. And so that was really cool to see him have the confidence to just ask, like, can I plug my show? And yes. and, and that was an audience that he hadn't reached yet, the people who were physically there. Um, so that was really cool for him to have the confidence to stand up and be proud and say, you know, this is a platform that we would love to talk to anyone who wants to share their voice on. Um, so that was really, that was an honour to um, witness. Yeah. He was he was funny. One day I'd just finished interviewing the mayor and the mayor was leaving just as Brendan arrived. And he says, oh, I've been meaning to talk to you. I want to make a time to come and talk to you about 
bullying in schools. <laughs> and so um, our lovely mayor, Neil, said, certainly, and sort of sat there and had a good long conversation with him. Awesome. Um, to have the courage to do that and the, the confidence to do that just wouldn't have happened a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. And I'm sure there's so many more stories so very many similar more. to that. Yeah. 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 So thank you so much for sharing um, your journey, what you've learned and, and why this kaupapa is super important. And I am excited to see where, what, you know, what has happened between now and like five to 10 years from now, because I, I personally want to stay involved in Access Radio, no matter where I am. Um, hopefully I'm still in Taranaki. Um, and yeah, um, we can, I love our conversations outside of the studio and love keeping in touch with you guys. So thanks for supporting Talking Tile. Oh, we love your show. It's great. Hey. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks to Anne for having this corridor with me. And I hope you all have a, a great day. Matewa. Matewa. Thank you. Thank you, Elvisa. This show is created and made possible by Sustainable Taranaki. Sustainable Taranaki is a charitable trust that was started in 1992 in Inglewood by a group of progressive environmentalists. It now has grown and expanded its reach but keeps the same vision of prioritizing our environment and educating the community. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand On Air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com.